life is lifing right now for me. I honest, honest and truly, I'm trying to record this podcast and my daughter who has special needs is downstairs watching television and it's just she and I at home and she's frustrated because she wants to listen to SpongeBob and I'm frustrated because I'm trying to record this podcast. So trust and believe I know how real the struggle actually is, along with a lot of other people and clients that I'm surrounded by. With the enormous amount of distractions we're all faced with every day, it's no wonder we don't feel like we're as productive as we really want to be or even need to be. Between technology, social media, inflation, and everything else, it has us all frantically trying to make it through each day without major incidents. Am I right? Hey, I'm Andrea Patrick, the BU Boss, and my job is to help you constantly evolve and be open to the failures that help you get closer to what it is you truly want. I call myself the BU Boss because I know how important it is for you to be authentic in everything you do, to find yourself, to become the chief executive officer of you so that you can lead in every area of your life, whether it's life, career, or business, constantly evolving and being open to the failures of life is definitely the best way to get it all done. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? So the name of this podcast is about working smarter, not harder, right? And so when you do that, what it means is being efficient with your time and making your efforts a little bit more effective, if not a lot more effective. And there are several different ways you can do it. As a matter of fact, Indeed, we've all heard of Indeed, right? They have a fantastic article on 17 ways to work smarter. And everything you can find in this article, everything from managing your calendar to using productivity tools, it's all mentioned and all of it is great. But from a personal branding standpoint, working smarter, not harder starts with you. All the tools in the world are not going to help you if you do not get you together, get you straight. So today I wanted to share a handful of steps that I think are going to make it easier for you to work smarter in your normal life. Now, with these steps, your first inclination will be to evaluate your commitments before you make them to just be sure that they fit within your personal framework. Now for the idea of the personal framework, we'll get to that a little bit later. So stick around to the end of the podcast and I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about how you can use your personal brand, your personal framework, I'm sorry, to make lifing 10 times easier. So right now though, I am going to dive into these steps. So step number one is to unpack your bag and evaluate its contents. So we all have baggage, right? We've talked about baggage in our life with our friends, with our family, the baggage we have from our family. You know, every family has dysfunction. We've all talked about that, but we all have baggage. And for a lot of us, 
It's been an anchor that holds us back and it's been holding us back for years. Now, I know someone who's allowed her past to prevent her from being loving, friendly, and just being someone people choose to spend their time with. It's left her lonely and bitter, and nobody wants that, right? I don't even think she realizes that that is what is going on. So in an article titled Healing the Past, Dr. Gail Brenner talks about the fact that the past actually becomes the present and our future when we continue to dwell on it. Now, this emotional baggage that we, you, us, we're all carrying around is preventing us from operating in our strengths. It's causing us to seek acceptance and validation when we don't need to. And it's also causing us to procrastinate and preventing us from reaching our goals. All of this prohibits us from working smarter. So if you want to stop working so hard, the the thing to do is to make sure that you clean out. There needs to be a deep clean of your bag. Okay. Introspection is the editing tool you need to get this job done. So in step number one, you are going to unpack your bag and evaluate its contents. Step number two is to determine the items that support your true beliefs and desired character. Now, just because you have this bag doesn't necessarily mean that everything in the bag is worthless and needs to be edited. When you do the introspective process, you're going to find that there are some things that are really and truly the core of who you are. They really do support the desired character you want to have and you want to project. So you don't need to get rid of those things. You need to determine what those things are and make sure that they are supporting the person that you want to be. Your true beliefs, not those given to you and the desired character you want to have and project to the world. So looking inward and evaluating what you find with a fine tooth comb is going to help you identify who you truly want to be. And you can eliminate the items from your bag that were given to you by people in your past. You can eliminate habits that you've adopted from watching your inner circle, anything of that nature. You can get rid of those things. If the things you find in your bag are not aligned with who you want to be in your life, Ditch it, get rid of it. An article in Psychology Today titled Five Steps to Unpacking Your Emotional Baggage says, letting go of your baggage is about identifying those unhealthy habits and retraining new habits that are based on who you are now and that are productive in your present adult life. So again, the idea of unpacking your bag and truly evaluating with a fine tooth comb who it is you really want to be and what in this bag needs to go so that you can be that person is a huge step in unpacking your emotional baggage and getting rid of that baggage and getting to who it is you truly want to be. Now, I will say this, that changing habits is a whole other topic. One I cover inside my program, Project CEO. If you've been around, if you're an OG um, CEO mindset listener, you know that I am in the process of creating a program called Project CEO. And needless to say, the idea of habits, forming habits, getting rid of habits, all of that mindset work is inside the program. And it's really another area where the struggle is real. Okay, so we're not going to tackle habits here, but 
the fact that you are unpacking your bag and you are really evaluating what's in it to determine what it is you want to keep and what it is you want to get rid of. In addition to making sure that you are getting rid of the things that were given to you or projected onto you because you were in an environment where those things were going on. These are areas that are going to help you once you've unpacked those things. It's going to make it easier for you to change your habits because now you're no longer going to be doing them for someone else or because someone else told you to and you're getting closer to the person that you want to be. You're going to identify and be in more in alignment with who it is you really want to be. So what makes it easier? This idea of unpacking your bag, right? But what makes this easier is knowing where you are, where you want to be, and what it'll take to get you there. But more importantly, when you unpack your bag and you repack it, which we'll get to in our next step, it's also going to let you know whether or not you're even prepared and able to get to the place that you're trying to go based on what you discover about yourself. And part of that is creating what I like to call a personal framework. And I said, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Well, before I get to step number three, let me just just put a little shed a light really quickly on Project CEO. The reason that I created this program is because um, I went through a process myself and I created what I call a BU method. And inside the Project CEO, I'm teaching my BU method because what this method does and helped me do was it really helped me to find my confidence. It helped me to tap into my value, to identify what makes me unique. And in marketing and in business, everybody talks about a unique value proposition, right? What is your value proposition? And so many people think what they do or the product they sell or the service they provide is their unique value proposition. But truly your unique value proposition is how you're leveraging who you are to sell the thing to make the thing, to coach in this area. It's your experiences that you are going to be pulling from, drawing from and connecting those dots or finding the intersection between who you are, the value you're bringing to the table and the need that your audience has or the need that is um, in the particular set of circumstances that you are in at the moment. And so once you've identified for yourself what your value proposition is, what it is that makes you unique, what makes you the snowflake, it's going to make it easy for you to identify areas where you can slide in and take advantage of the situation so that you can showcase your value. It's also going to make it easier for you to be more discerning. It's going to make it easier for you to teach people how to treat you, manage expectations, eliminate limiting beliefs, get rid of imposter syndrome, build your confidence. All of those things happen from tapping into who you truly are and knowing how to leverage it everywhere. So Project CEO is me showing you how to A, understand and develop your own personal framework and then use that to create the personal brand that you want to show up in the world as and then how to leverage that personal brand across platforms, across areas of your life, showing up as the chief executive officer of your life, business or career, whatever the circumstances are you will then become the leader that you were meant to be. So that's my little shameless plug on Project CEO. If that sounds like anything that you need help with or you know of anyone who needs help with that, confidence, um, being authentic, being comfortable being authentic, being certain of who you are and what you're bringing to the table and how to then show up in the world as that, then 
I would suggest that you click on the link in the show notes and get on the wait list because everybody on the wait list is going to get the benefit of the 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 greatness, the anything that I decide to give away when we launch this program, only the people on the wait list will have access to it. This wait list is not, you know, committing you to make a purchase, but it is committing you to um, being one of the only people who will know and hear about some of the bonuses and things that will be offered when we begin the launch. All right, that said, let's move on to step number three. And this is where you're going to repack your bag with the components and tools that facilitate personal growth. Now, once you've pulled everything out of your baggage and you've evaluated its contents, you're only going to keep the ideas, the perspectives, and the habits and mindsets that support who you want to be. And what you've done, once you've done that, you've repacked your bag, what you've done is called growth. It is developing the person that you want to be. So you're moving from someone who has been holding on to baggage for as long as you've been holding on to it and not doing the things that you need to do. You've been allowing procrastination. You've been allowing judgment, um, the need for validation, all of those things to hold up a larger position in your life than they need to. And so the fact that you have now unpacked your bag, evaluated its contents, and only kept the ideas, perspectives, habits, and mindsets that support who it is you want to be, that is growth. Now, through this personal growth slash development, what you can find or what you can now do is develop new skills, new attitudes. You can start doing new actions, different actions, or you can start reacting differently. These are the things that positively impact your life and increase your overall well-being. So I'm sure you can now begin to hear and understand how it's going to be much easier for you to work smarter because now you're developing new skills. Your attitude has changed. Your mindset has changed. You're taking new and different actions and you're allowing yourself to really think through processes before you react. And then you, when you do react, you're learning how to look at it from a different perspective. And instead of, you know, maybe going all ham and getting all upset, you're able to maybe see the positive side of things, or you're able to see where it's just not for you and you can walk away from it. Either way, it creates a positive impact on your life. So now the fourth step, this is where you're going to apply the tools and components from your new luxury handbag to situations and circumstances that life throws at you. Now, if you have ever, I know I just threw the whole term luxury handbag on you, but that comes from um, part of my, um, when I speak, I, I tell a story to the audience. And so if you've ever been in the audience during one of my speaking gigs, you may have heard me mention the hobo bag and the luxury bag analogy. In essence, what I'm saying is the bag we've been dragging around with us up until this point of evaluation that we're talking about is like a hobo bag. It's worn, torn, and needs to be burned, okay? But post-evaluation, a new bag is packed and it holds your value, your new mindset, your new attitudes, and potential. And this is a luxury bag, okay? LV ain't got nothing on you once you have repacked your bag. So this is what you're going to do in step four. You're going to use this luxury bag and you're going to start applying the tools and components from it 
to various situations and circumstances that life throws at you because now you're approaching these things with a new attitude, with a new mindset, remember? So we're going to use what we've done what we've, all the work we did to unpack the bag and evaluate the things. We're going to use that now in various situations and circumstances, but we're now going to apply them, the positive things that we put back in our bag to those situations. And it's going to really make for a much better life because the work you did in these initial three steps now you can begin applying these new mindsets and, I, and these attitudes, like I said, for stress-free or minimize stress, minimize overwhelm, minimize negative self-talk, minimize limiting beliefs. You can use that to overcome those things or drastically minimize them, thereby working smarter. All right. Now let's go on to step number five. And this is where you're going to now evaluate the effectiveness of the tool or components that you've applied to calibrate the volume of your personality. Now inside my program, I also talk about what I mean by volume of your personality. But the best thing I can um, akin it to is, you know, when you're I don't know about you, but my mother, when I was younger, she would, if, if the phone would ring, you know, she would always answer the phone with her proper voice. You know, hello, hello. When she could have just been yelling at us right before she picked up the phone. But as soon as she picks up the phone, all of that changes and it goes to hello, a very pleasant voice. Well, managing the volume of your personality is a little bit like that. It is not changing who you are, but it is changing the intensity of who you are, depending on the sets of circumstances that you might find yourself in. So just like with any accessory, you really do have to try things on to see if they'll match the outfit. In this case, though, situations, circumstances that you're trying to apply them to, um, things like the things that you're trying to apply, these new tools and things that you've added to your bag, this, this luxury bag, you're going to start applying them, but now you're going to start watching to see if it's going to work for you. And you're going to have to adjust, you know, maybe, you know, you shouldn't ignore someone, not ignore it. That's not the right word. When you get to a point where you understand who it is you want to be and the value that you're bringing to the table, you also come to a point where you want to adjust the caliber of people that you spend your time with because you've elevated yourself. And some people do not appreciate that new elevation. They don't appreciate who you've become or who you're trying to be. So, you know, some people are in our life for a season, right? So if in some, some of these circumstances, you have to adjust if you've alienated someone, maybe you took it too far. Maybe you just, maybe you eliminated them from your life, but you maybe shouldn't have eliminated them from your life. Maybe instead you should have just limited the amount of time that you spent with them versus just eliminating them altogether. This is where you're evaluating these things and you're just sort of testing out and finding your, your, your balance, finding your, what's the word, you know, when you, your, your, your default, you're finding your default. Um, and then you'll know how to turn yourself up or turn yourself down based on the situations and circumstances that you find yourself in. Now, as I stated earlier, your growth or development was the beginning of new attitudes, mindsets, and more. Your personality has to catch up and make adjustments as well. So, like I said, during this step, calibrating your reactions 
and creating some personal standard operating practices is going to help guide your decision making. And again, these terms that I'm sharing with you are all found in my program, Project CEO, um, but you know what standard operating practices are. All companies have them. As a chief executive officer of yourself, you should have standard operating practices for how you show up in the world and how you allow people to approach you and spend time with you and, you know, be social with you. Um, So doing that, this is the step where you're going to be evaluating the effectiveness of those tools and you're going to be applying them to various situations. And then you're going to be creating those uh, personal standard operating practices. And ultimately, those practices are going to help guide your decisions. And all of this is going, all of this is stemming from you doing the work at the beginning to understand where all that value and unpacking that bag. That's what all of this is coming from there. You've unpacked your bag. You've ridded yourself of the things that don't serve you. You've kept the things that do. You have tested them, the effectiveness of them. Um, you have, you've applied them to situations, like I said, and then you've evaluated them to determine their effectiveness, calibrating yourself, finding your default. And now step number six, the final step is you are going to adjust those tools and the, those components to make sure that what you're doing, that the work you're doing is more efficient and it's effective in future endeavors. So from here, all you have to do is test and adjust to improve efficiency and effectiveness. So step five, you are testing and you are managing, you're calibrating your personality. And step six, you are making sure that what you calibrated is effective and you're making sure that it's gonna help you be more efficient. Guess what guys? That is how you work smarter. So from here, like I said, you'll have to test and adjust to improve efficiency and effectiveness. But overall, you're ready to kick hard work out the door. Operating in your zone of genius and saying no to things, saying no to things that aren't in your wheelhouse, this will become the rule, not the exception. So you'll be able to work smarter and not harder See how that works? So now I promised you that I would tell you how your personal framework can make lifing 10 times easier. Firstly, by creating those standard operating practices I mentioned just now, your personal framework is a structure composed of your strengths, limitations, desires, and non-negotiables. When you begin using this information as a lens through which you look, everything becomes clear. Now, My eight-step strategy audio file is an abbreviated version of this principle. So grab your download using the link in the show notes. Now, before you click on it and think everything's going to be all grand, there is a two-step confirmation process. So please, please, please don't forget the second step or you won't get your audio file. Okay, so make sure that you wait. The email is going to send you a confirmation saying, yes, you want to grab this file, you're going to say yes, and then you will receive the audio file. People have been getting that um, wrong. So I want to thank you again for listening today. I'm so happy that you were here. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do so. And while you're at it in the mood to subscribe, my YouTube channel is also available with tons of content over there. All of the links will be found in the show notes, including the link to get on the wait list for Project CEO, the link to my eight-step strategy audio file, and you'll also get 
um, the links to subscribe to the podcast and to subscribe to my YouTube channel. All right. So thanks again for listening. Remember the path to your success and freedom comes from constantly evolving and staying open to the failures. Remember those failures are what get you to your success. They inform your next decision. So, all right. I will be here again at the same time and same place next week. Goodbye guys. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, I want to hear all about them. And I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes, along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.